Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Hi, friends. You're back with Jeff Hunt, host of the Frontier Freedom Hour here on the Salem Media Network. We're here with Stacey Washington at the Western Conservative Summit. Stacey Washington is going to be taking the main stage. We just don't give those out. I know. You are high quality. It's kind of a big deal. It is. I was thinking to myself, man, Western Conservative Summit. That must be awesome. And then you came on the show. And you were like, you should come speak at Western Conservative Summit. I'm telling you. Talent. It was on the break. I can just see I talent. was screaming from my little studio because I broadcast from our house. I was screaming, Jeff Hunt was just on. And, and they came to the door and like, what's going on in here? And I was like, Jeff Hunt, I'll talk to you about it after the show. And yeah, so it was pretty fun. <laughs> now, you haven't spoken at CPAC yet, have you? I have not. Okay, I, I've so attended that's many next years. Step. That's but, next step. Um, I haven't spoken there. But it's... So I kind of feel like this goes along with the book because I want people to read it. I want people to have an understanding of why we would be so concerned at this point about having an understanding and being Mm. able to articulate it. And then, you know, so when you understand something, it kind of becomes a part of you and then you're able to talk about it as opposed to surface level where, you know, you might read a book and it kind of goes in one ear and out the other. And you might not even remember the author's name. This book is not about me. It's about Mm. getting people to have a proper understanding of what we have and then how to preserve it and maintain it. And that book is going to be for sale here, right? Yes. I think so people can purchase yeah, it. Absolutely. And, and get a chance to meet you. That's yeah. another thing we love about the summit. But, you know, we love CPAC. We're a little different than CPAC, but we always look at CPAC. It's kind of the big leagues. And I think Stacey Washington's now playing AAA ball. Uh, she's getting there. <laughs> and then she's going to get that call from Match Slap. And, you know, uh, a few years ago, we hosted a guy, um, like I mentioned, I can identify talent early. This was 2019. I love this blogger. He was he was up and coming, so I said, come to the summit. This guy named Matt Walsh. And so he spoke <laughs> on the main stage, and now Walsh has a new movie out, and he's going to be at yeah. CPAC and all that stuff. So. I interviewed him. He is – so he's so <laughs> – he's kind of dry, right? <laughs> and I don't, I don't mind saying that because I would say it to his face. He knows he's dry. But he does the most interesting things. Yes. And his, yes. his sense of humor is so sharply attuned to yeah. whatever the next news thing is before <laughs> right. it's – like, what is a woman? Right. I find myself asking that. I'll just be by myself. They made that like a year ago. And but now it, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Right. And it's so right for this time, isn't right. it? Because, well, first of all, I have to brag. I am actually the mother of a biologist. She just graduated <laughs> from college, and she's officially a biologist. So I know that I'm a woman. Um, I know she's a woman, and I know the definition of a woman because I asked her recently after yeah. she graduated. I said, so now that you're a biologist, would you mind telling all of us here at the house what a woman is? And she immediately rattled off the scientific definition. I said, so is that usable for me? Like, you know, the alleles of blah, 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 because I don't really understand what you said. She's like, that's the technical definition, yeah. like at the biological level of what a woman is. But mom, it's a female of the species that can, you know, reproduce reproduction or not. If you're a woman and you are infertile, you're still a woman. It's not dependent on reproduction. But she said, Mom, it's at the DNA level. Like, 
Yeah. If you're dead 100 years and we scrape up your bones, the reason we know it's a man and woman in these two grave sites is because at the DNA level, you're a woman and this is a man. And I was like, okay, thank you. So I like telling people that now. Yeah. Oh, are you unsure of what a woman is? Because I'm the mother of a biologist, so I know what a woman is. I think you're more equipped to be a Supreme Court justice. Well, than, it, you know, at least than one of them. Put, right. <laughs> right. I, I don't know if I'm at this. I could never approach the level of Justice Thomas, but I would say, yeah, at least that one, that most recent one, she and I, we could probably swap places. Did you have you seen the movie yet? What What is a Woman by I Matt Walsh? Not. I okay, have not. so I'll, I'll, I watched it because I love Matt. We're going to have Matt on the stage yes. uh, in the next session, so in like two hours. Yes. Uh, so Matt travels all around the world, right? He can't find anybody, and, and so where does he finally end up to find the definition of what a woman is? He asks his wife in the kitchen. And I think it's Jordan Peterson who says, why don't you go ask your wife what a woman is? <laughs> and so he walks in and she just goes, and it's an, it's an adult female. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's the answer, right? So we've been traveling all the way and you have uh, these uh, professors that can't provide answers and all this stuff. He just goes and asks his wife. And so you have this great conclusion. I that, love that, that the we... wife knows, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm down with that idea. I like that. Uh, so tell us about your family. Well, my husband and I have been married for 25 years, 26 in July, and we have three kids. Um, Our oldest just graduated from college. She has actually a degree in biology, a minor in chemistry and psychology. Therefore, I'm the mother of biologists. Um, Our second child is a boy, and he is 21, and he is in college. He's a junior. Well, actually, he's a rising senior. I keep... Yeah, talking we're about done. last year. Done with this last um, year. And then my our, our youngest daughter is a freshman, or she's a sophomore now. She's a sophomore in college, and she is studying aerospace engineering. And so, you know, they're they're great. I think they're my my best thing. The thing that I kind of put everything aside for. My husband and I decided early on in our marriage that he would be the breadwinner and I would be the homemaker mm. to support his efforts at work, and also to have someone who is devoted solely to the rearing and upkeep of our children. And at the time, I didn't realize how consequential a decision it was because we went into public school in a, a nice suburban district, and then I started volunteering, and I was always in the classroom. And it kind of progressed to a place where I realized that at some juncture, the teachers and I would be going in different directions right. as right. far as ideology. In the, the grade school rooms, there's not too much of it, but this is years ago. Like, this is 15 years ago. Um, now... I, I'm so glad that we made that choice because we were able to put them in a small liberal arts classical education Great. Christian school. Great. And then after five years there, our oldest daughter came in and announced, well, I'm going to I'm, I'm getting homeschooled. And I was like, not by me. I wasn't called to homeschool. <laughs> and she said, no, I'm going to go to the homeschool co-op one day a week and I'm going to go to college the other days. And so don't worry about me, mom. And I just went downstairs to my husband and said, Maya says she's homeschooling herself. You need to talk to her. And I was the last one on board. But we did it. She did it for her mm. senior year. The other two went to a big Christian school that we have locally in the suburbs. Right. And it was an amazing choice for us. But the big deal was that we took them from public school into schooling environments where we did not have to compete on ideology right. and right. where the worldview was Christian. So even if a teacher and I disagreed, the foundation of being a Christian worldview meant that we're disagreeing on how things are done, not why they're done or Mm -hmm. the root of like where they came from where where things originate from the constitution from god that type of thing so i'm i'm a big proponent of homeschooling of alternative education and of not sending your kids to public school 
obviously I oppose critical race theory and I oppose the idea that anyone knows better what your child should be doing, learning, feeling, thinking, understanding than the parents who actually brought that child into the world. And I have to say, you know, I, I know we'll run close on time, but I have to say, you know, Jeff, we're going to be held accountable for what our children learned when they were under our care. And the Bible says the, ch the children of your, of your youth are like arrows in the quiver. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full. So we're supposed to actually have a ton of kids. And then second of all, we're supposed to loose them like an arrow. Hmm. Drawing an arrow back is actually really hard work because it takes a lot of upper body strength. Hmm. And the further back you pull the arrow, the more taut the bow, which means you have, it's harder to control. So it takes a lot of control to pull the bow all the way back. And when you get it all the way back in proper form and it's taut, then you have to aim it, which requires even more control. And then you loose the arrow. And mm. if you loose it correctly and the arrow is true, it hits the mark and wow. it demolishes it. Each of your children is an arrow like that. God actually ordains their mm. purpose before they're even in your womb. And when you let them go and they hit the mark, that is God's purpose being fulfilled. So think about the seriousness of what I have just described to you. Mm. You raising a person that is going to go out and fulfill a purpose that God has ordained for them. Then think about you being at the end of your life where you will meet Jesus and he will burn away all the works that you've done. And the only thing that will be left is gold. The works that were gold, the works that were for eternity, the, work, the works that go forward to accomplish a purpose that God has ordained, those things will remain and there will be your crown and you'll get to go on in. Now, for some people, they just want to make it in. So they don't care if there's any works left. They just, I, just please let me squeeze through. Yeah. Great. Hope you're not parenting though. Because if you're parenting, you need to have a sea of crowns down there because each of your children is going to be represented there. So we have to take this seriously and we have to be as rabid about it as they are about teaching our kids about sex right. and critical race theory and Marxism right. and communism and progressivism and every other name they can think of. We have to be more rabid about it because we'll be held accountable. And I don't want God saying to me, oh, you know, you spend too much time on your hair and nails or hanging out with your girlfriends or shopping for cowgirl boots. I don't want him saying that to me. I want him saying, you killed it. You did the best you could under, you know, obviously I'm a human being. I'm, I'm right. flawed. I make mistakes. I want him to really be happy with what I did with our kids and what I did with the rest of my life as, you know, kind of a carefree mom, empty nester, whenever that happens. So um, we have to take that seriously and we have to let every part of what we're doing as parents be with that in mind. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like eating a steak dinner, isn't it? <laughs> You're just kind of like, there's so much here. Um, how do people follow you? How do they get this book, so, Stacey? Get the book on Amazon. It's also available wherever books are sold. It's actually like I went to check all the big retailers. I went on their websites and typed in my name. I'm like, oh my gosh, the book is for sale. So it's available everywhere. Title um, of the book? Eternally Cancel Proof, Eternally a guide cancel for courageous proof. Christians navigating the political battlefield. Right. And um, you can also find it at stacyontheright.com. If you order it there, I sign it and mail it to you. It takes like three weeks, but... It's worth it if you want me it's to worth sign it. it. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. you want it signed. <laughs> and if I can identify talent, that signature is going to be worth something someday. So we'll see. <laughs> Stacy, thanks so much Thank for you, joining Jeff. us. We're looking forward to your speech on the main stage of the Western Conservative Summit. If you're interested, you can watch online at westernconservativesummit.com. And even on our YouTube channel, we put all these speeches up there. I think Larry Elder's around 800,000 views oh my of gosh. his speech previously. He's We've, so amazing. Yeah, Larry yeah. Elder, Phil Robertson for years was uh, the, the most popular one. And all he did was preach the gospel. So from Duck Dynasty. So focus so in on the gospel amazing. and you end up 
uh, yeah. doing well. Our, our culture is hungry for that. So, friends, thanks so much for tuning in. This is the Frontier Freedom Hour on the Salem Media Network. God bless you all. You can find out more information by going to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. Stacey Washington, thank you again. Thank you, Jeff.